Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's episode 56. Let's double-check that. Of the Movement Diaries. Thanks for listening this morning. So it's just me today, as usual. Um, not as usual, but it's alternating Mondays. Um, in case you didn't realize that, I alternate solo and guests. Usually, for the most part, that's kind of what I try to do. And I wanted to talk about something. I wanted to kind of share, I don't know, sort of like a story, I guess. I was talking actually to Ben, who's my nine-year-old son, just in case you didn't know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I don't remember even the context in which it came up, but here's really the story and and I'll talk about like why this has to do with anything related to why you listen to this podcast. Um, so when I was in sixth grade, we lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I went to a private school there. And the way the grading was done was you got two grades and we had obviously we switched classes. You got two grades in every class. You got like a form of a letter grade, they actually did like percentages. They weren't letter grades. You actually got like an 85 or a 95 or a 73 or whatever it was. But then along with that, you got what was called an effort grade. And it was one through five, five being like the best and one being the worst. And it was pretty much like what it sounds like. It's a grade and it's a reflection of how much effort you put into that class. Did you show up? Did you participate? Did you try hard? Did you learn from your mistakes? Did you care? Did you, you know, not just take it as like, oh, let me get this assignment done and turned in. Focus more on the process of learning than on the outcome of learning. So here's the thing. I fully did not realize this, obviously, at 11 years old. I only actually realized this when I was telling them this story. That This was in 1991, this private school, which actually is like a really well-known private school. And I only went there for one year because then we moved back to New Jersey. Um, But they were basically teaching kids growth mindset at that time before growth mindset was like a thing. Um, And I didn't even, again, I didn't realize this until like a couple weeks ago. And I've been thinking a lot lately about growth mindset. I've been putting together everything for the webinar that is happening tonight for Confront Your Cravings. And having a growth mindset, not just in the context of what I'm going to be talking about specifically tonight, but in anything that you want to do or change or work on, growth mindset is essential. And so I think I was talking to Ben at bedtime about like something related to school for him. And it just, it sort of came up and I don't know what made me think of this like from sixth grade, because I haven't thought about it in in a really long time, but the reason I brought it up to him was in my science class in sixth grade. So kind of going back to this part of the story, my science class in sixth grade was like kind of a life-changing class for me. I wrote my college essay about my teacher whose name was Mrs. Lucas. 
um, we learned all about the different um, systems of the body, so skeletal system, muscular system, circulatory system, respiratory, et cetera. Like the whole year we would spend like, I don't know, I guess like a month or six weeks on each system of the body. And I like, I loved it. And a hundred percent like that class and my teacher played a role like in my lifelong love of science. And I remember one marking period or semester, I got an 87. That was like my grade. And I was pretty much like an A type of kid. Like that's just, you know, that was me. And I I worked really hard and I was a good student. And it's not that everything came like easily to me. I had to work hard for it. Um, But generally when I worked hard, I would get sort of like those top level grades. Well, in this class, I was working really hard, but the grade wasn't coming out as high as like it often did in other classes. And so I got an 87, but my effort grade was a five. And I literally, this is 11, this is 30 years ago. I have not forgotten this. It has, this has stayed with me. And I know I said like, I kind of, I kind of did forget about it. I forgot about it in the context of it meaning anything, but I remember getting that grade and feeling disappointed that my grade was an 87 because that was like the type of student that I was but feeling so good that I, that my effort, that my work, that my trying, that my caring about the work and about learning was recognized with that effort grade. And this is like the thing about like grades in school, which is the same exact thing as when we're trying to lose weight or fit into a smaller clothing size is we're focused on the outcome, the end result. What's, what's my grade at the end of the semester? I got an A and a minus a B, a C, that really doesn't say a lot about how hard you worked. It only says like how you performed on a test or an exam or a specific paper. Um, and that for a lot of people is not an accurate reflection of who they are and their capabilities. And so looking and thinking about the effort that you put into something is so much more valuable and meaningful and actually reflective of who you are and what you're doing than the end result. Um, And it's so much more rewarding. Like that five that I got on my effort grade meant so much more to me than like getting like a 95 in, in a class because I knew that my teacher recognized and saw how hard I was trying and how much I cared and how much I loved it. Like I loved that class. I, I remember the projects we did, like I can close my eyes and I can see all the different things I built that year 30 years ago. Um, and for whatever reason, I brought this up to Ben again, I can't remember why. And it just got me thinking so much about like growth mindset and you know, I think part of it, maybe I was talking to Ben and when we always say to him, like, to do your best and have fun, do your best and have fun. And whatever the outcome is, whether it's a game, it's a class, it's a grade, it doesn't matter as long as you did your best and you had fun. And to me, like, that's how I try to teach him like growth mindset that focus on the process, not the outcome, focus on the effort, not the outcome. Because if you put the effort in and you feel good doing it, then who gives a shit what the outcome is? And I know that life is not that black and white. And I know that that is maybe a reductionist view of things, but I got to be honest, maybe like the corporate world, it is like reductionist. But when it comes to like losing weight and dealing with your issues around food, I don't think that it is. I think that we spend 
far too much time and energy focusing on the outcome and basically no energy focusing on the effort to get there. Um, and so I, this is something I work so hard on with my clients is celebrating the little wins along the way and really paying attention to the day to day. How are you feeling? What are you doing? How are you showing up? What choices did you make today? Sometimes that has an end result of, of a change on the scale. And sometimes it doesn't, but even when it doesn't, it doesn't make those choices and that effort any less valuable. That's the thing. It's like, we can't equate the effort with the outcome. They're not like, I don't think that they necessarily correlate like to the point about the grade. I gave it my all and I didn't get a 97. I got an 87 and 87 is a fine grade, but I think you get my point. Like you can put in everything. I went to, um, I went to Duke. That's where I um, got my undergrad degree and uh, worked my ass off at that school and graduated with a 3.3 GPA. And I was top five in my high school class, top five people out of 400 people in my high school class. So a 3.3 GPA for me academically was something I'd really like never even seen in my life. And that's what I graduated college from. And that was me doing my absolute goddamn best. And I was proud of that. Like, so it's like you put in the effort and you show up, but then it's like, oh, I didn't lose any weight or I, I only lost a quarter pound or the scale went up. Well, how did you show up along the way? How are you feeling about the effort that you're putting in? Are you enjoying it? Are you doing it in a way that's sustainable? Like, do you feel like you have a support system? Are you able to trust yourself? Like all of these things matter so much. And to be honest, like they matter more than the outcome because let's say, let's say you go on like a crazy crash diet and you lose 10 pounds and you get the number on the scale that you want. Well, what was your effort along the way? What was the quality of that effort? I'm not saying it wasn't hard to do that crash diet. It was, but how does it align with your values? How does it align with your integrity? How does it align with how you want to feel kind of long-term? It probably doesn't because we're not focused on that stuff. We're only focused on the end result. And it's a problem. Like it's a real problem. Um, you know, I just... I think that there's just so much opportunity here. And, you know, I made some notes because I, when I had, when I was having this conversation with Ben, I can see my notes are from 8, 15 PM. I was, it was before Ben and I was like typing them in. Cause like, sometimes I get ideas and if I don't write them down right away, like that's it, they're gone forever. And I wrote down a result has no meaning without effort along the way and the quality and enjoyment of that effort. It's like everything that I just said. Um, and so I really want you to think if you are on a weight loss journey or you are on a journey to work on your relationship with food. Doesn't This doesn't have to be about fat loss. You could put fat loss aside. Let's say that you're someone who has really struggled with like having a good and bad mindset around food or someone who has, you know, you're good all week and then you do like a cheat meal on the weekends. And that's something that you're trying to move away from. You're trying to shift your beliefs around foods that are good and bad and your behaviors and all of that. Um, so you might, you know, be working on that and making choices during the week and incorporating more desserts and, and very slowly more foods that you had previously thought of as bad, kind of like bit by bit. But then one Saturday you go out to dinner and you're like, oh, screw it. Like, I'm just going to eat whatever I want, no matter how much I want. I'm like, I'm just going to like, you know, say fuck it all. That's okay. Like that's part of the process. So instead of like beating yourself up and like using that as like your outcome and saying, oh, like I failed, I didn't do it. I went back to the thing I always did. 
it's still progress because look at all the steps, look at all the choices you made along the way. It's not like this black and white or all or nothing thing with results or, or with with change is what I mean. But when we make it about the results, then it becomes that. So you have to be looking about how you are showing up every day. What choices are you making? What's the next right choice that you can make? Um, are you doing things that align with how you want to feel, truly feel? Um, are you taking care of yourself? Are you working on, because these, again, these things aren't easy, on doing things in a way that like where you are showing love to yourself and compassion to yourself um, versus coming at it from like a punishment type, you know, point of view. Um, so I really just want to get you thinking about this and I'm going to keep talking about this. And if you're listening on Monday, we're going to talk about this tonight at the webinar and it's not too late to sign up. So if you're listening to this anytime before 7 PM Eastern on Monday, December 13th, uh, you can always just, um, send me an email on my website, find me on Instagram, send me a message and um, I'll get you signed up. But this is just the start of this conversation because there's a lot here. Um, I'm going to continue to do more reading and research on this um, and continue to share that with you and just how we can, you know, work on this together. It's not like I have it all figured out. Certainly it's a practice um, and it's something that we can continue to explore together. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this is getting you thinking. That's always my intention with these podcasts is to get you thinking and reconsidering beliefs that we have about ourselves and feeling like we can only ever do thing one do things one way. So that's all for today. Uh, thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials, and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day, sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.